Welcome to the Survival Guide podcast, a short series of daily impactful episodes full of ideas and tips on how to thrive in survival mode during the corona crisis. Every weekday, with the help of special guest expert, we'll be exploring different tools to add to your survival toolkit. So strap yourselves in and get ready to be inspired as we show you the way to survival. Hi there, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Survival Guide podcast. I'm Mark Stabina, former professional rugby player and now leadership consultant with Winning EQ. What does that mean? Well, basically, I help individuals and teams achieve excellence and perform better in sports, business, and life in general. It's also why I created the Survival Guide ebook, which is yours free to download. If you haven't done so already, why wouldn't you go immediately to winningeq.com? You can find it there. Or just click the link below in the episode notes that are provided. Why not also pass the link on as a gift to friends, family, work colleagues, just anybody you consider could use a little lift and some guidance right now during these uncertain, stressful times. Well, I often say too that this podcast is a way to bring that ebook to life and discuss a little deeper some of the topics that are discussed in the book, with the help, of course, of a special guest expert. Now, today I consider a very special episode because the guest that we have today with us is considered an essential worker. Ryan Thompson is a pilot for United Airlines, and I thought it would be great, first of all, to shine a light on and and, and acknowledge uh, some of our frontline workers that are out there putting themselves in the face of the virus to serve us, and also to give us a little insight into what's happening in the airline industry from a pilot himself. Also, those of us considering flying soon and when things open up a little, how we can do that safely and with confidence. So let's not waste any more time in introducing our special guest today, Ryan Thompson. Ryan, I I could have gone on and on and on, but we just, once again, you're a busy guy and uh, you've got a hard stop. So let's just suck the, the value out of you right now, buddy. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be here. So like I mentioned, okay, you're on the front lines. You're out there working while the rest of us are told to stay at home. You're a pilot and that's one industry that's, that's affected a lot of us, especially me who wanted to fly but uh, was told not to. So I ask all our guests what their experience is and what a typical day in lockdown is for them. I guess I can't use the word lockdown with you. So what's, what's a typical day look like for Ryan Thompson during the coronavirus pandemic? Yeah, so, um, well, my lockdown days at home are still locked down for the most part. And that's, uh, that's a goat rodeo in itself. But, you know, I got a nine-month-old baby girl and an almost six-year-old boy that we're trying to homeschool. And then, you know, my wife is a, a breast surgeon, you know, so she's a physician and frontline worker as well. And so it's, uh, it's, it's definitely thrown our world into a, a bit of a, a whirlwind. But um, as far as my days with uh, flying goes, it's, it's changed, man. Like our, our industry has just gotten rocked by this. Um, yeah. You know, demand for travel has essentially gone down to nothing. Um, and the, 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 the deal with airline industries though is the fact that it is very much an integral part of every economy. So we have to keep this up and running and so um, aviation was one of the only, uh, actually the only industry 
named in the CARES Act. So um, what we have going for us is that we are um, essentially pay protected until the fall. And so um, okay. that's nice for security for the family and everything. We got some coin coming in. Um, and then um, passenger travel is virtually non-existent. Um, what United specifically has been doing is flying a lot of folks, um, frontline workers, doctors, physicians, you know, nurses that have to get to the hot spots. Um, they've been flying those folks across the country for free um, to get them in a position to help out. And then, you know, just some hub to hub travel that um, keeps a very bare bone minimum uh, passenger travel going. But for me specifically, I fly the 787, which is, you know, the biggest, baddest, best plane in the world, right? And um, we're, we typically fly the ultra long routes, um, you know, to uh, like your motherland, you can go LA to, to Sydney, and, and uh, we go back, uh, you know, to Asia and to Europe from LA here. And what's happening is we are no longer flying passengers. It's, it's empty planes um, with the bellies full of cargo. And so we're moving, you know, very vital uh, medical equipment um, from Asia to the States and then getting things over to Europe. And um, very recently, we've started to fill the overhead bins full of cargo as well. So essentially, we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, do our part to keep this, this you know, machine moving and help folks with what they need. But it's a very, very different scenario than what a normal day looks like. Thanks, Ryan. I want to come back to that. But firstly, uh, we don't know much about you, uh, apart from you've been flying for United for five years. Can you give us a, a quick background story on where you come from and how you ended up flying in the first place to present present moment? Yeah, sure thing. So um, I, I was born uh, actually about a mile and a half from where I'm living right now here. Uh, I was born in Venice Beach in, uh, in the 80s. And uh, I grew up bouncing back and forth between LA and Hawaii. And then for high school, I went to Minnesota. And um, so that was a bit of a shock for me. Uh, that's, if you don't know, that's the coldest place we have to offer here in the States. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, and then I, uh, I, I joined the military right out of high school. And um, I ended up going to airborne school. And so I was a paratrooper. And I got, uh, I just had a really rough landing, uh, fractured my back and decided the pilots had a better gig. And so got out of the military, went to college and studied aviation and went to pilot training. And then I uh, went through a civilian career path and I've been flying for the airlines for, I don't know, 12, 13 years now. Impressive, impressive. Thank you for your service before you, uh, you had that crash landing. Uh, I can, I can only imagine. It's just so, so interesting and just always been fascinated with, with flying planes. And I think I've had one lesson. And I, then and there, I decided, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to get my pilot's, pilot's license. Um, it's going to be expensive, but um, cut a long story short, it didn't happen. So uh, <laughs> I'll take you up. Well, I've, I've got a Cessna here at Santa Monica that I can take you up in. Okay, great. As soon as this thing clears, right? We gotta, we yeah. gotta let the COVID thing clear. Well, exactly. As soon as this thing clears. So back to that. I again, I'm fascinated by because I wondered what, and thank you for that insight into. Obviously, this industry. You talked about the pay protection, and the industry being protected to a certain point. But there's obviously been mass furloughs, and I'm imagining a lot of flight attendants. So I, I think of that plane that you're flying full of cargo. 
doesn't need flight attendants. So, right. you know, a, a lot, lot of them have probably lost their, their jobs. How, how are you? How are you at the moment with regards to your job and any anxiety around that and how you're dealing with that? Absolutely. Yeah. No, Mark, this thing, we're all affected by this thing, right? Like there's, there's never been anything, you know, aside from like a meteor hitting the earth, ending dinosaurs that has like affected every living creature on the planet like this. Right. So, um, there are definitely some anxieties around that. Um, some, some airlines have already, you know, gone into bankruptcy. Some have folded. Um, and this, uh, specifically for the airlines, um, it's, it's worse than 9-11 and 08 combined. I mean, this is a, is a very, it's the worst thing that's happened to, you know, wow. this 100-year-old industry. Um, for United specifically, uh, we've got mass um, changes. Uh, essentially, we're positioning to furlough about 4,500 of our uh, 13,000 pilots. And, um, and so that's all done in reverse seniority so that, you know, the newest guys go first and, and go up through the list. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably within that group, uh, that would, would see a furlough, but, um, what, you know, we're just kind of positioning for the worst, hoping for the best, just like everybody else. And, and we'll see what happens, you know, what do you think's going to happen? What predictions do you have? Gosh. So historically the airlines tend to get hit very, very hard by any downturn, and then they lag in the climb out by about two to three years. Um, and, and so I, I could see that happening. I could see, uh, you know, in 08, you st- started to see some consolidation of the airlines, um, you know, a lot of big mergers and stuff like that. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw uh, more mergers. And then I wouldn't be shocked if we saw some big players um, go out of business. You know, as you know, uh, you know, Virgin Australia is really struggling right now. They're letting folks go. Um, that that will be the theme for the foreseeable future is is my humble guess you know i I can't tell you for sure that's okay i I didn't expect you to but i i appreciate that i mean you're in better position than most of us to to have that crystal ball at least and and back to you personally so you know thanks for sharing that and there must be must be a lot of anxiety around that for you and how apart from that the doom and gloom or the impending doom and gloom what opportunities have you personally been able to identify during this during this period? Well, so you know, I love flying, and you know, it, it's like every little boy's dream to go fly an airplane, right? And I've gotten to do that. I've had, had the blessing of, of having to, you know, being able to do a dream job for you know over a decade. And I love the ability to go to work and, and experience a flow state while I'm working. I, you know, not a lot of people get to say that. You get to, um, and, and you know what exactly uh, why I appreciate that so much, right? Mm. But uh, for the last couple of years, I've been working on some side hustles, trying to have some impact in the world. Um, and, and this has really given me an opportunity to dig in on some of those. Um, one of which is a, a brand of um, e- eco and and social um, forward and and, and impactful travel gear that um, I've been working on. And so that obviously has has, uh, (laughs) nobody's traveling. So nobody wants travel gear. But I'm I'm putting a lot of time and effort into that. And then I'm trying to solve some some immediate problems as well. Um, Right now, the personal protective equipment space is a gong show. I mean, just a gong show. And a lot of folks are 
not getting the protections they need um, because of counterfeit products. And, you know, you, you have these hospitals and, and um, you know, government entities overbidding each other with, you know, taxes from our great, great, great grandchildren. Um, and the, there's these folks who are doing these arbitrage plays or these countries that are, you know, make getting rich off of this flawed supply chain system and, and um, procurement system. And so I'm digging deep and trying to solve some big issues with that. Um, and then, you know, on a personal note, um, I, I'm just embracing family, man. Like, you know, it's, it's, I've never had so much quality time with my family and we've got, a, you know, almost six year old boy and a, uh, a baby girl, she's nine months old. And, you know, my wife is a breast surgeon, so she's still working a lot, but we're, we're getting together and, and we're spending some quality time together. In fact, one of the, sort of uh, little side projects that I've been thinking about doing is um, taking my son up flying in a small plane and uh, and recording it and kind of having these fun home videos to look back on, you know. Thank you for sharing all of that, mate. I just, just even, you know, seeing your, uh, seeing your smile during all of that, thinking about your side hustles, it's so important with, with balance and, and that attitude of yours around being grateful but not necessarily being attached. It, it's ha what's happening is happening right now. Right. I what I heard in that and what I know of you, Ryan, is that yeah, it's been your dream and you've been able to do it, and you're extremely grateful and thankful to be to have become a pilot and do what you love. Now that's under threat, but it doesn't seem to be your whole identity wrapped up in that. Right. And this is what I do. I work with. It's so interesting for me, and I love that we're having this conversation because. I work with athletes especially that really tend to get wrapped up in their identity and then they put everything into that career and it's a lot shorter than a pilot's career if you, if you go on. You're a very young man, you've got you know, 40, 50 years ahead of you of flying. For athletes, it, it can end after five, 10 years if they're lucky, uh, even longer for the very, very few. But what's hap what happens then is what now? Who am I? Right. So I think that's what you're just saying right there is inspiration and testament to anybody that um, has their identity and their worth wrapped up in their career and what they're doing, that it's really important to achieve balance and look at other areas of your life. You mentioned family, you mentioned your side hustles, you mentioned other things. You're building skills, you're challenging yourself in other areas, and you are more than just a pilot. That's what I heard from that. Yeah, and hey, I'll tell you what, it's a career field that you'll see a lot of pilots with their, their identity really wrapped up in it. And, and if you don't diversify your identity, um, you're in a real bad spot coming up here. So I, I think that that is a very um, valid point to make and, and, and have folks, uh, you know, aim to do for sure. There, I mean, there's another side hustle you can probably consider is helping those pilots when they're no longer pilots. Like, <laughs> how, how to help no, I'll, I'll leave the coaching to the pros like you. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Well, listen, now, as we wrap up, back to something you said before. And, and again, I've got you on so that we get a, an insight and some perspective of you having to go into work. Yes, you're locked down when you're at home, but then you are going and you're going into airports. You're going on planes, albeit a lot of them empty. So you're not necessarily uh, putting yourself in the face of of that uh, of the virus but certainly when you go into the airports and maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that and then and how you feel about having to go and put yourself 
you know, at risk and what precautions you're taking. And then the last point of that is as people are able to start or want to start flying again, if you have some, some tips just based on what's happening right now on how to fly safely, like me, I'm looking to fly in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, the first part of the question is what, what is that like now? Right. And um, first of all, it's, it's almost eerie. Uh, you know, I flew into London the other day and that's always a very busy approach. You're, you're, you know, they've got this weird approach that you do and you got to have a constant angle as you descend and it's just a process and it's busy and it's, you know, chatter on the radio. And then, you know, you look down and the city's on, you know, just doing, you know, madness. It's a busy place. Right. And there was nothing going on. I'm talking crickets. Like it's, it's just bizarre. So you go to the busiest airports in the world and it, it looks like a ghost town. I mean, it's like a zombie movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, so what that, what, how to take that is it's, it's pretty safe. If you do have to go somewhere right now, it's safe one because there's nobody else there typically. Um, now, as things start to ramp back up um, there, there are a lot of, things in place for you. Um, you know, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. Um, if you don't have your own personal protective equipment, um, the airlines are aiming to, to get that for you. Um, it's gonna be mandatory to wear masks on planes here. Um, United was the first to uh, require that flight attendants are wearing masks as they were, you know, going up and down the aisle and everything. Um, and so a lot of the precautions that need to be taken are, and then, you know, the, these planes are being um, it's a process called fogging that has historically been used in, in medicine, but essentially what's happening is the whole uh, cabin is being disinfected in between every flight. So um, if, if you have to go somewhere, hey, rest assured, you're going to be fine. Just, just travel smart. Um, and then as things do start to ramp up, just, just have faith in the system and, and you should be okay. All right. I have faith. If you say so, Ryan, I have faith. I'm, 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 I'm ready to fly. One last thing you mentioned the other day when we spoke about uh, United in particular, uh, thinking about bringing in mandatory testing, but, but having the passengers pay. Is that something we can talk about? Yeah. yeah. Well, so it's something that I, I read in an article and it wasn't United. Uh, I think it was America oh. who, who was flirting with it. And I mean, it was essentially a, uh, a rapid test, a rapid uh COVID-19 test and, um, and the, what they were floating out there was having it be mandatory to, to do it before going on a flight or coming into the airport and um, they would have the uh, passenger pay for that, that fee and it was gonna be like 75 bucks. Now I have no idea where that is. I, I doubt that that's gonna help get folks back out traveling. So <laughs> we'll see, hopefully that doesn't actually go into effect but it is something that was kind of lobbed out there to see what the uh, reaction was. Well, Ryan, I'm, uh, I'm conscious of the time and respectful of yours. I know you've got to get, uh, get off and, and, and make some calls, uh, save some lives. So, buddy, thanks so much for, for joining us today and giving that really valuable insight into what's happening in the airline industry, how we can fly safe, a little bit more about yourself, and how quickly can we find you to support you in your side hustles and, and the projects you have going on? You know, at this point, um, I don't have a website locked up for the, uh, the, the personal protective equipment. Um, but if you are in that space and, and you carry yourself in, in an ethical way and you're not taking advantage of these gouging prices and, and fake products out there, just reach straight out to me at, at ryanjthompson at gmail. And, um, and then also, hey, we're going to put up some videos of me flying with my son. So if you want to follow us on YouTube, it's going to be ryanjthompson at gmail as well. 
Will do, absolutely. I'll uh, make sure everyone gets onto that for some entertainment and to follow you. And listen, all the best and good luck with avoiding the, the furlough. And we, wanna, we want you to stay, remain in the skies and so you can fly us safely. And uh, just fingers crossed that the, the industry doesn't continue to suffer the way it's suffering and that we can all benefit from that. But the main thing is that you stay safe and well as with your family, Ryan. And thanks again for joining us today, buddy. Thanks for having me, buddy. Good to see your face. Take care of yourself. Bye for now. Well, there you have it, folks. Ryan Thompson, pilot for United Airlines, and I'm sure a really interesting episode for all of us, particularly those that are looking to fly, including myself, in the next couple of weeks and just what is happening in the industry right now. And it was really nice also just to pay tribute and acknowledge workers like Ryan who aren't necessarily always locked down at home. They're out there in the face of the, the virus and doing what they can to make sure that we benefit from their services as well. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Take care, be safe, be well, and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye for now. 